0: Today's gospel passage, we heard of the two disciples returning to Jerusalem from Emmaus. They had just arrived in Emmaus, but something so incredible happened that they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem. How come? It was in order to share with the other disciples, the life-changing experience they had with the risen Lord Jesus. And this is a part of the story that's often overlooked, but it's an important takeaway for us disciples. Because when we share our stories of faith, it helps build the faith of others. When we share the story of how we personally encountered Christ, fell in love with Him, it can have a profound impact on the faith of others. I know it did for me. So I remember many years ago, participating in a retreat for young adults. Yeah, at that time, I would describe myself as uh, you know, somewhat serious, about the faith, even enthusiastic about it. However, I wasn't ready to go all in and say yes to God with regard to my vocation. Uh, Well, at this retreat, uh, one of the leaders gave her witness talk. She talked about her life before she had met God, including some terrible hardships she endured uh, she shared the story of how she encountered the person of jesus and received his healing touch it was a beautiful and powerful story of how she was lost and found by our lord the good shepherd i was amazed and deeply touched um, i was moved by her honesty and courage and the sharing of her faith experience, will inspire me to grow in my faith. So shortly after the witness talk, I had the opportunity to go to confession where I, for the first time in my life, decided to be completely transparent and honest with God, you know, not holding anything back. And that's when I had a life-changing experience of Christ's love and mercy. After that, I was never the same. I don't know if there are any here who have been on retreats, but um, yeah, towards the end and after the retreat is over, uh, there's something called, a phenomenon called spiritual high. Well, after this retreat, I was on this spiritual high for almost a year, it was unbelievable. Like all the worries and anxieties I had been carrying with me, it was like they were lifted off my shoulders. They had completely dissipated. I I knew to my core that I was a forgiven sinner, a beloved son of God, and nothing else mattered. And it was this sense of deeply abiding peace that stayed with me when I finally decided to discern God's call to the priesthood. Yeah, and uh, what, six, seven years later here, here I am. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, when's the last time you shared your experience of coming to know, love, and follow Jesus with someone else. You know, we don't have to overthink or make our testimony too What we're doing is we're sharing about our best friend and the impact that he's had on our lives. So here's a a little homework for all of you, right? During the course of this week, maybe after after this Mass, and take some time to prayerfully prepare your witness talk, your testimony, because you never know when God will use you to bring others closer to Him. This is so key to evangelization. We should have our stories, our our testimonies in our back pockets, so to speak, so that when the opportunity arises, yeah, we could share our faith with others. And when we share the faith in this personal manner with others, something special happens. Jesus appears in our midst. This is exactly what happens in today's gospel. And we also hear from Matthew's gospel when Jesus says, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in their midst. It's interesting to note that the two disciples share with the others how Jesus was made known to them during a meal, during the breaking of the bread. In today's gospel scene, Jesus also makes himself known to his disciples during a meal. And that's no coincidence. But the similarities don't end there. Notice, too, how Jesus opened the mind's of the disciples to understand the scriptures, right? This is from today. But right before this gospel scene, the two disciples on the road to Emmaus, they too didn't recognize Jesus at first, even though he was literally walking with them. But before their eyes were opened to Jesus in the breaking of the bread in the meal, Jesus prepared their minds and hearts. By doing what? Anybody know? What did Jesus do? He interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. So we see that in both instances, an understanding of sacred scripture, it played a crucial role in the disciples' encounter with the Lord Jesus. I'd like to encourage all of us to become deeply biblical Catholics who not only pray with Scripture, but seek to understand it as well. Reading and studying the Bible is one of the best ways to learn about Jesus and who He is. It's no coincidence that the word disciple comes from the Greek word to learn. A disciple is fundamentally someone who learns, someone who learns about God, someone who learns about Christ. So if we desire to authentically love and follow Christ, we must not only encounter Him, but also learn about Him. A disciple cannot love Jesus without first knowing who He is. How can anyone love a person without knowing them first. The more we learn about who Jesus is, what his mission is, what he taught, what he's done and what he will do, the more we can genuinely love him. So there's this direct relationship between knowing Jesus and loving Jesus because there is a direct relationship between the mind and the heart. This is the way that God has designed us. And this cycle, this virtuous cycle of knowing and loving Jesus, it's not a closed, exclusive loop, but it necessarily extends to following Him. This model of discipleship is an active and lifelong process, something that we're all called to embrace. And today's gospel serves as a great reminder that Jesus is present to us today, just as he was to the disciples 2,000 years ago. He is both the Word made flesh and the bread of life. And as Catholics, we have the sublime privilege of encountering the living God, both in word and sacrament. And nowhere is this more true than the Mass. Isn't this how our blessed Lord keeps his promise to us to be with us until the end of time? Dear friends, may we open our hearts and our minds at this Mass and every Mass to encounter the risen Lord Jesus as he continues to be in our midst and nourish us with his word and body.